This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen... That is not how I start this fucking show. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Take two. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I learned that tricks are not only for kids, but also for sadistic weebs. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Sadistic weebs, huh? Yeah. I wonder who you could be directing that at. I th- It's just a general statement, a good rule of thumb that Open I've learned air. in my life. And I often consider when eating my breakfast cereal. (laughs) You just, you pour that that big bowl of Lucky Charms, you sit down, put the first spoonful in your mouth, and you think to yourself, there's some weird-ass mean fucking weebs out there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Nobody in particular. Why, who would I even be talking about in particular? I couldn't possibly imagine, because honestly, Rem, there have been some weebs who have been nothing but nice to you lately. Uh, There there certainly are. um, And one of them is the only other person in the room right now. (laughs) But, you know, I don't want to name names or anything like that, but I feel like there's been quite a bit of leniency lately. In, in your in your mind, the past, like, four or five things we've done have been, have been pretty solid. In my mind, it's been hit or miss week to week. Which is a great change from what we were doing previously, Rem. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you realized it. <laughs> But you went through a very severe stretch of trauma. No, no, I'm I'm very I'm very aware. Uh, it, it's just that it, it hasn't been the the vacation that you are presenting it at. <laughs> oh, I have so many worse things I could sh- show you, Rem. I could show you things that would make your fucking toenails curl. I don't think that's an expression, but I'm making it one. <laughs> so like shonen and or etchy, <laughs> any shonen and or etchy bullshit. Oh, I can think of some things that or worse. Oh, God. Well, uh, are any of those worse things happening this week? Nah. Because I made a promise, Remington. Oh, oh, I, I don't like when you make promises. Well, technically we made a promise. Oh, no. I'm not good at promises. We learned that. Yes, we know. <laughs> but thankfully, this is a promise that you don't have any say in the matter. Oh, okay. That makes things way easier then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just kind of made the promise and I solidified it. Oh, no. Say. See, I keep going back and forth on whether this sounds good. That sounds way worse. <laughs> well, Remington, we... Sounds like I put my foot in my mouth and I'm paying for it. You, well, you do that every week, friend. That's not anything I'm new. aware. <laughs> I, I always pay. Uh, but no, no, Rem. This is actually a more of a, a positive thing because I don't know if you recall, but I goofed in our last uh, group of 10 episodes. Uh, yeah, yeah. You you get a BS rule from every set of 10. So you did not use your BS rule from 60 to 70. Because I did not want to use it for a torturous anime. Yep. And and so I, I, I did, as, as was claimed, we, we went to the Discord. We started up a poll first asking, should... Should Sean get another BS rule considering he forgot? And the results were very, very close, but very you close. you just barely inched out a yes. Yes, very close. We had a grand total of about about 80 people vote <laughs> for uh for this uh particular poll. Uh 
split right down the middle. Oh yes, very clearly. Uh, there was one. It was. It's a very interesting thing. Uh, we're still trying to figure out Discord and social media as a whole. Uh, so we set it up as a emote reaction thing. Yeah. Uh, so far we had, and we had a check for yes and an uh, X for no. Very easy, very clear. Uh, so we got one vote for a picture of me. Yep. Uh, we got five votes for a rainbow cockapo doing a little dance. Yeah, good old rainbow, good old party pigeon. Uh, very good, very good. Uh, we had, uh, and the really deciding factor, it, it was close, Rem. Uh, we had a grand total of... Three people vote no. Yep, and one, I was one of them. One of them was you. <laughs> and 76 people vote yes. Yeah, so it's very close. It was narrow. But the people ultimately have spoken, and they, they want to forgive you for your mistake, unlike forgiving me for any of mine. So uh, you you are allowed another uh, bullshit rule. Well, the difference is, Remington, I'm a bit more human than you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this weird, ethereal, Lovecraftian horror that the weebs are both scared of and can't help but stare at. I'm just an eldritch horror in a human suit. <laughs> that's that's the first fact about me. Top of the list on my Tinder, eldritch horror in a human suit. Just uh. to let the ladies know. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I think you're dating uh, Cthulhu at the moment, aren't you? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, me and Cthulhu, we go way back. It's great. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, fun fact, Cthulhu actually female. Yeah, she's she's a delight. My girlfriend may not like this portion of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> On oh. the off chance that she's listening, love you, sweetie. <laughs> but you are a bit of an eldritch horror. It's fine. All right, so uh, given the, the, the preamble uh, about the BS rule, I, I got a hunch, Sean. It seems a lot. Like you're using the BS rule today. I am. God damn it. But my favorite thing about this poll, Remington, is not the fact that uh, I won by such a interesting margin. <laughs> it's the fact that you got beat out by dancing parrots. Yeah, yeah, I, I noticed that as well. The party parrots defeated me almost by double, frankly, which felt bad. Yeah, but to be fair, that's one rockin' parrot. I think I might have added a party <laughs> I might have also voted party parrot, but though to be fair, party parrot. I mean, I I'm adding a vote to make it an even six. <laughs> All right, so now that I know you're using the BS rule and thus are not confined to the usual three to five episode rule that we, we try to limit ourselves to, the, the stakes have become a lot higher and a lot spookier, Sean. And you want to know what the best part about this is for me, Rem? What? I didn't choose which show we did. You lazy piece of shit. No, not only did I have a poll up for uh, whether or not I could do this at all, I also added the incentive, which that might be a little bit of bribery. It yeah, a little bit. Might be a little bit of bribery in my favor, but I also gave them the option if I was to get this bonus uh, that they could vote on which anime they'd like to see next. Now, here's the thing. I, I know one that didn't win because I asked about this. I asked if your lie in April was first on the list and it was and two if it won, which it didn't, which blows my mind because your lie in April is one of the most recommended things we've ever had. I, Sean, you know. 
show, I skip over recommendations. I, I glaze my eyes over, like I ignore them, and I'm very good at that. Unless we get spammed by Twitter. I've been unable to ignore the Your Lie in April because so many people have recommended it, and yet, when it comes to a poll, the weebs, they are fickle, and they do not vote for what they overwhelmingly have suggested. I don't understand. If, if we don't do Your Lie in April this week, which it doesn't seem like we will because I don't think it won. We need to do it at some point, Sean. Just get it over with. I, I know <laughs> nothing about it other than it needs to happen. You are, it is a beast looming over you. You are just in its sights at all time. You have no idea what it is, what it's about. You don't even know the genre. I have no clue. And yet, you know that people want it. Very vocal, very so loud badly. people. Uh, it's not our most recommended of all time, but it's getting there. It's getting real fucking and close. I promise we will do it probably this year. But the problem with that is, is people are going to be pissed at us if we don't finish it, Rem. Ah, fuck them. Be- <laughs> <laughs> no, Rem. We have some underage people in our audience, even though we have a disclaimer saying this isn't for kids. Uh, exclude them. <laughs> Uh, because, uh, oh my god, the you didn't see this, but not only are Your Lie and April fans very vocal about us wanting to review it, which, fair, it's a very important anime to a lot of people and we should talk about it, but they are very adamant that you have to finish it, and the thing is, oh god. I ain't gonna do that to you, because you're guaranteed to hate it if I make you watch 26 episodes in a row. Oh god, way too many, way too many. Yeah, like... I'm willing to go to some pretty broad extents for a bullshit rule. Uh, but if I want you to like a show, Rem, I'm gonna not hold back a little bit. All right, but enough about your lie in April. Enough about polls on the Discord. Finally, let's get to what we're doing this week and what you are using a bullshit rule on. Well, Remington, uh, I will actually tell uh, what the options are. Nothing I say will mean a goddamn thing to you. Nope. Uh, but it'll mean things to people who listen, which is fine. Uh, the five anime I listed as options, and we got uh, about 101 vo- uh, 103 votes, excuse me, it just changed, uh, for our uh, poll, which is very good. That's most of the Discord. Yeah. Uh, and the five options were as follows. In last place, we had uh, Demon Slayer. Yeah, fuck Demon Slayer. Mm, I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like bullshit, edgy shonen, so I don't give a shit. It's actually got a lot of heart to it, but Meh. that's besides the point. Uh, you know, that only got about 10 votes. I'll, I'll give my Not reviews bad. for all of these without knowing anything about it. Oh, that'll be great. (laughs) And we will get to all these eventually because how can you not? Uh, Another one called Hina Matsuri. Uh, That's that's difficult to comment on. Well, you don't speak Japanese? I don't. No, you you, come on, use context clues. Uh, Of course. Uh, It means, repeat it one more time. Hina Matsuri. Hina Matsuri. It means that he is not a matzo ball. (laughs) 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 Oh, Hina Matsuri. No, no. Oh, God, is that... I don't know if we can keep that. I'll leave it up to Dylan, but Jesus Christ. 
Uh, the people, the people, the people deserve to know. Uh, I, I think I'm correct. In which case, it is a cooking anime. There is a lot of food in it. There, boom! I nailed it. Yeah, nailed it in one. You, you got it. Oh man, I'm so good at I this. I was about a 17% vote on that, so a bit more than Demon Slayer. Uh, something in the Fate series was something else I put because we got a lot of Fate fans out there. But of course, Fate. I too am a fan of of Destiny. My destiny is to be tortured by anime. Yes, and hopefully to enjoy some in the process. We'll see. And I, I was very generic with fate because let's be real, guys. There are way too many fates. Way, way too many fates. There are at least three Greek ones. Mmm, that's true. And one of the, only one eye between them, though. That's the hard part. Difficult to share. Very difficult to share, uh, but very amusing in a Disney fashion. Oh, yeah. Great song. Oh, good stuff. I feel like that's one of the underrated Disney films. <laughs> uh, no, I feel like it's fine. People like, it. I think it's got the best soundtrack, but you know, not as many people talk about it. All right. And what? what so that was uh, the third to last? Yeah, 17% for that one as well. Unimatsuri and Fate, about the same, which is weird because one is way better than the other. Oh. Uh, don't at me, Fate fans. Oh. Uh, and then, of course, Your Lie in April, which got uh, about a 19% of the vote. All right, and and then we get to our number one. Uh, our number one with 36% of the votes. That is a commanding lead. Yeah, like, uh, there was no margin for error here. Uh, is a really good show that we, I am a little scared to cover. <laughs> okay, let me interpret that for anyone who's new to the podcast. When he says it's a good show that he's scared to cover, that means that he and a bunch of other people really like it, but I'm going to probably tear it apart because it's bad. Okay, that is not what I mean. <laughs> you are taking that to the extreme value. When I'm scared to cover a show that I think is good, it's because I'm worried you're going to find some uh, flaw in it that just hurts me deeply to my core. I don't know, something a bit like, ooh. Oh, God, like 90% of the shows I like? Fuck you. I mean, have you tried having good taste? My taste, Remington, is usually considered quite valued amongst our weeby community. I've said many times I disagree and I I don't trust the weeby community. I, I love the ones in our weeby community, still don't trust them. Even though a lot of them agree with me on a lot of my good shows. If anything, only- that just cements my lack of trust of them. <laughs> Uh, but no, this show is a bit of a hard one to cover because it is one of those shows, Remington. It's one of those shows that a lot of people consider to be their favorite anime of all time. Ah, uh, here we go again. Uh, yeah, it's going to be one of those shows that had a deep emotional and cultural impact on a variety of people uh, to the point where a simple pop song can bring them to tears. Oh, okay. It, Interesting. It's one of those shows. It's an emotional show. It's one of those shows that has... Uh, uh, lots of human characters that have a bit of a rough go of it because of a very interesting scenario. Okay, I like really human characters. I'm a bit worried that it's going to sort of be like fairy tale. Everyone here has a scar bullshit, uh, uh, but well, fingers crossed. Everyone in every main character in the show does have a scar of a sort, but uh, they're all kind of the same scar. Okay. Uh, not physical, of course. No, just emotional. Yeah, and a bit mental. Okay. Uh, which, quite frankly, is how people describe us now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and and so what What exactly is this shared traumatic event they all went through? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, let me just tell you right now, uh, the show we're watching today is a mouthful. Uh, it's called Anohimita Hana no Namai wo Bokutachi wa Mada Shiranai. Good God. Uh, yeah, 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 that's a mouthful. Uh, translation. Yep. Anohana, the flower we saw that day. Anohana, the flower we saw that day. All right, so... 
seems like a bit of a light novel title. You'd think that. It's not. I'm amazed. Right? Uh, most people just call it Anohana because why the hell wouldn't you with a mouthful of a title like that? All right, so Anohana, is Anohana the flower? Uh, Anohana, uh, Hana is flower in Japanese, Remington. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, the easiest way to translate it is like the flower or the flower we saw type of thing, Anohana. It's a, it's like a, it's a portmanteau of sorts. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. So it's gonna be all about gardening. Yes, absolutely. It's gonna be the deep <laughs> emotional struggles of Fern Gully. We're watching Fern Gully, actually. <laughs> I'm all in on Fern Gully. That's 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 my deep gardening poll for the week. because uh, I, I can't think of any other here, here, let me anger some uh some non-weebs. Wasn't a big fan of Fern Gully when I was young. Didn't give a shit about it. Yeah, no, same. Yeah, like maybe if I went and revisited it, I would care, but I just found it to be very boring when I was younger. Uh, and I never cared about it. It had some good moments. Uh but fuck was it preachy. I think it also spooked me when I was young. Uh, that would probably be because it was Tim Curry was the bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah, no, Tim Curry was the best part of that movie, but that's just because Tim Curry is the best part of most movies. <laughs> Even movies he's not in. Like, you watch a movie and you think to yourself, you know what? I like that Tim Curry. What? No Tim Curry? Huh. Then I guess I didn't like that movie. <laughs> All right, so... It's the Home Alone 2 effect. Oh, but of course. <laughs> so, uh, Anna, Anna, what is it about? Well, let's do a little role-playing, Remington. Uh, oh, okay. You know I love a good role-play. But of course, I will do my best. All right, Remington, I want you to picture this. All right. It is the middle of summer. All right. All right. Nice and warm, hot. Uh, you're staying home from school for the day uh, for various reasons. Am I staying home from high school? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you're you're about high school age. About, yeah. about uh, if I remember correctly, uh, 16, 17? One of the two. A frightening age. Continue. Yes, uh, the most frightening of ages. <laughs> Next primarily to middle school ages, but we don't talk about those for very specific reasons. And you're just kind of sitting and relaxing. You're skipping school because not the greatest student. Yeah, fuck school, man. Yeah, which- is... I got life to live and yeah. to relax. And by uh, relax, you mean just hanging out in your room and you decide, you know what? I'm going to play a game that I haven't played since I was a kid. So you break out your old NES or whatever classic system of your choice. You plug it in and you start just enjoying yourself playing a nice little video game. Heck yeah. All right. Yeah. Gonna gonna be jump man and I'm going to jump all over. Beat the shit out of Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh I'm glad that you understand uh, Mario's true origins uh, as animal <laughs> abuse man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Like, that's the only real thing that we should take away from modern Nintendo games is that deep within the heart of that red plumber is a sadistic animal beater. I mean, but he's been that way for every game ever. Uh, so so I'm, I'm I'm playing my jump man. Yeah, and you're having a good time. And then after uh, after a bit of time playing, uh, your friend uh, from childhood... Uh, just kind of breaks into your room and starts pestering you about the game, asking for a turn and wanting to play with you and ask you questions and things like that. How would you react to that kind of situation? Sean, why are you ditching school, you scrub? Uh, because you're a bad influence on me, Rem. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you get your spots. Uh, not, not too far off from the truth. True. Uh, yeah, so I, I would, uh, eventually, eventually after being annoyed sufficiently, because I'm going to be stubborn initially. Right. Of uh, course. I'm, I'm not going to let the turn go right from the get-go. I'm playing Jumpman. Yeah, in fact, you'd probably just ignore me for the first part of it, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. For, for a little while, I'm just going to be focused on my game. Yeah, absolutely. It makes perfect sense. It, it, this seems like a nice little scene, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, oh, 
Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here's the problem, Rem. When is this set? Oh, this is set uh, like uh, early mid 2000s. Okay. Okay. Continue. What's What's the matter, Rem? Some Some alarms have gone off in my brain. Oh, I I can't wait to see what they are because there's no way you're predicting what I'm predicting. Some Some Akira like alarms. <laughs> <laughs> Some like, your name style alarms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very your name style alarms are uh, are, are, are popping up in, in my brain. Yeah, uh, and then suddenly a nuke drops and then we're uh, everybody dies. The end. That's sort of... Akira 2. That's what Anohana is. That's where my mind is going right now. No, no, no. Nothing that severe, Rem. Okay, continue. There, it's a nice scene. There's just kind of one problem. Yeah. Uh, your friend, uh, whose name is Menma... Is he Okay, is Menma dead? Menma's been dead for five years. Yeah, there we go! Oh, see, I, I, I knew it was gonna be a twist. He's, he's a goddamn ghost boy. Did I kill him? I killed him! I killed my best friend! Which would be very close to reality, I feel. <laughs> Like, if I show up dead in a creek one day, uh, I think I have a guess of who we are talking to first. See, meanwhile, if I show up dead in the creek, many suspects. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an old school mafia hit. Yeah, it's your like, knee- it, it could be anyone. Your kneecaps will be busted out and you'll have an ice pick through the brain and people will be like, I must have been an accident. <laughs> yeah. No way to tell, had to say. All right, so, so we got like a telltale heart situation where I've killed my buddy and now he's harassing me for a turn on Jumpman. <laughs> uh, if only, if only um, Poe had that in mind when he uh, wrote the Telltale Heart. Just the the everlasting persistence. This is like a weird mix of Telltale Heart and Cask of Amontillado, isn't it? A, a little bit, a little bit. With uh, that, with okay. a modern flair that he knew nothing about. So is is it is it in is it in my brain or is there an actual ghost? Oh, hard to say. Ooh. All you know is that out of nowhere. Uh, your childhood friend. Have I, have I seen my childhood friend in like five years? Or is this the first time they've shown up? Uh, this is the first time they've shown up. Ooh. They've been dead for five years. Ooh. And I might have that number off, but it, it's not that important. The number isn't important. It's just, it's been a while since you were kids. Yeah. Uh, this will drastically affect my role play, Sean. Yes. Well, I understand. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, I'll do better next time. I'll get a more uh, accurate. Uh... I came in with very different assumptions. Yeah. I had a whole different character laid out. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, I'm a decent director. Director, I'll, I'll guide you down the right path. <laughs> All right. Uh, there will be an explosion here and there just for flavor, though. Oh, but of course. Uh, that's my secret, actually. I'm Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Have been the whole time. Oh, man. You know what would be a great face-off? What's that? Michael Bay versus Recky. Good old Recky. A writer versus a director? Yeah. I mean, that's just a why daily don't, Why don't they work together? Why don't oh, they work my God. <laughs> they would make the worst movie. All right, anyway. Oh, God. That, I... That's my OTP. Back to the show. <sighs> Uh, and needless to say, you're a little freaked out by this. Uh, yeah, fair. Yeah. I, w- I would be, yeah. Uh, but of course, the first thing you think to yourself is, this can't be real. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm losing it a little bit. My, yeah, my it's sanity. Ho- it's hot. Yeah. You know, this is just a summer fancy. I've been depressed for a while since my friend died. This is just the weird thing. And the really weird thing is not only do you see your childhood friend, but she's also appears to be close to your age as well. Oh, so she's grown. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Which is interesting considering she died as a child. Do, is she acknowledging her death? Uh, a little bit. Okay. And the what this show is, Remington, is probably one of the best examples of dealing with death and grief I have ever seen in a form of media, uh, especially in anime. Uh, because we've seen some death handled really well in anime. Uh, we've also seen some very poorly handled death. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a bit of a mixed bag, but you'll have that with every media. And Anohana, at its core, is a story of grief and how to deal with grief. Because the big thing, usually in media, death is usually a consequence of actions previously in the story. Of course. With this story, it's where we start. Yeah, it's, it's a presupposition. It's an axiom of the whole show. Yeah. And it's a very subtle twist, but it's one of those things that really get you interested in the show and how these characters are going to interact. See, I too support starts where important characters are already dead, which is why I think that if you're watching a certain shonen, that you should skip eight episodes. I won't say much more, but if you know, then you know. Oh. <laughs> you just had to get that in there, didn't you? Uh, I'm not going to fully spoil things. You just had to, but you just if had you know, to, then just you had know. to bring that up. You yeah. know, my heart was healing. <laughs> I, was, All right, well, I that... was building up my calluses. Hey, again. no, this is the way to build up those calluses. Dealing with grief. That's what this show is about, Sean. Uh-huh. Nice segue, Jackass. <laughs> Did you ride on it yourself, you two-wheeled bastard? Hey. hey. Jesus Christ. Uh, and this show has been applauded and praised for years uh, for it's uh, the way it handles grief. Uh, I'll give you a bit more of a specific thing. I just wanted to role play a little bit because I felt we haven't done that in a while, Ram. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah, and I I like role playing. I, I've had a D&D obsession lately uh, and by lately I mean for like 16 years but that's besides the <laughs> point. Uh, and what the show is is just that. It starts off that way. Uh, it starts off with our main character, Jinta. Uh, Jinta is just peacefully living as a recluse, not going to school, spending his days away from it, and just hanging out at home, uh, shunning the world around him because, you know, he's pressed. Yep. Uh, until one day, uh, out of nowhere, uh, his childhood friend appears to him, but problem, she's been dead for, you know, several years. That is a somewhat major problem. Yeah. Uh, shocking and very uh, concerning as it definitely would have brought up some really harsh memories if it was me. Yep. Uh, and uh, Mako Menma Hanma, uh, she is Menma, you will probably ne- only hear her called her actual name Mako maybe twice. Oh, okay. Uh, nicknames play an important thing uh, role in this show as well. Hey, that works. But she is Menma. That is the best way to describe her. Uh, and he is freaked out a little bit by this, but not in the typical, oh my god, my friend is a ghost, what do I do, type of thing. More like a subconscious, oh, this isn't real, I'm just going to ignore this. I mean, uh, that's how I deal with too many of my problems. It's how it's how we first met, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kept pestering you, and you just kept ignoring me. Uh, I, I just pretended you didn't exist. I must be going insane. Yeah, uh, uh, that, that's the other twist, Remington. I've been dead for several years, and this <laughs> podcast is just your mad ramblings. <laughs> I, I've just occasionally uh, signed on to different Discord accounts and that I've made myself. Is Dylan real? Does he exist? Does our editor exist? It's been a while since we've seen him. Oh, no. <laughs> this has been a one-man operation the whole time. Yeah. It's all in my head. Which really means, truly, Remington, you are the biggest weeb. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a twist that I don't want to deal with. Ah, uh, that'll be great for the fan fiction writers. I can't wait to see that one. <laughs> oh, no. There, there's a free plot for you. Yeah, no, take it. We, we are not going to do anything with it. 
God knows we want to forget about it. Oh, God. All right. So and he tries to ignore it. He tries to ignore it. But after a while, he starts to believe she's actually there because how can you not? She seems to be interacting with the world around her, interacting with you physically. You can feel her. You can touch her. You, she is responding just like you always remembered. See, this seems like it would be more fitting as a movie than a series right now. Uh, it's a very short series, actually. Oh, perfect. Only 11 episodes. Hey, that's a fine length. Yep. Well, uh, with it being 11 episodes and you are using the BS rule, I got a hunch for how many episodes you're using it for. Let me just put it to you this way, Rem. This is a super easy show to binge. Yeah, there we go. And if I don't finish it with it being this short, people will kill us. Like, actually kill us. I joke about it a lot, guys, but Anohana is something that you don't fuck with. You don't talk about it unless you've seen the whole show. Or if you're trying to describe it to a friend, of course, who hasn't seen it. All uh, right. Don't worry. We're going to do it in chunks. You don't have to do it all at once. Uh, probably two chunks, maybe. But this show is very interesting. Because uh, after he starts to accept that she's real, he starts to think, well, ghosts have unfinished business, usually. Yep. That's the general consensus. That's the stereotype about them. Mm-hmm. And before, uh, and all Memma can really remember, because she just kind of into a, a appearance herself. She doesn't exactly know why she's there. She just knows that she's there. Uh, and all she can remember is that she has a wish that she wants to be granted. She just can't quite remember what it is. And so the plot of this show is Jinta uh, and his friends, who he has not talked with since the incident, uh, try to find Memma's wish, grant it so that she can move on and they can hopefully move on themselves. All right. So there's two routes this can go. One of them, I I would favor much more than the other. That she doesn't exist at all? No, no, no. One that they just like, that would be fine. Yeah. I would totally support that. Uh, But more specifically, I- I'm going to make the assumption that she does exist because I think that's the decision they will make. If they made the decision that she doesn't, good decision. I support it. It's a bold one. But I don't think they will. So um, it, it's it's like the time we went and saw uh, Hereditary, oh, right? Oh, Hereditary. You well, could have been a great movie. We thought you were because we created a story that you weren't. We anohana did, essentially, is what yeah. we thought. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I would, it can either go where they go on a bunch of like really awesome adventures, almost sort of like a, a place further than the universe style, like really interesting uh, a- adventures with, with, with human your friends. Characters yeah. Could go that way. Very wholesome. Um, and it could be like searching for general companionship. Because uh, I think she's, her wish is almost certainly something abstract. Um, it's either going to be like for something like friendship. Or the alternative, which I would like way less, is that her wish is going to be something bullshit romantic to do with our main boy. And then it'll be like, oh, I just wanted my first kiss with you. And then that's how it ends and blah, blah, blah. I can confirm that would be really stupid and it is not the case. Oh, thank God. Romance does play a theme in this show, but not in the way you would think. Okay, that's Yeah, I I will confirm that for you. I'm not going to tell you what her wish is because that's a fucking major spoiler and I'd be lynched if that happened. when she was making wishes, did she become a witch and risk her soul? Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, that would explain so much. Was she uh, a magical girl fighting off dark spirits? <laughs> 
Well, to be fair, uh, as kids, they actually had a group name for themselves. Oh, yeah? As kids do. Yep. Uh, it's a great fucking name uh, because it's delightfully childish and fantastic. Uh, they, You know what they called themselves? What? They called themselves the Super Peace Busters. Oh, my God. Which is great. The, as far as I'm concerned, this this is like a prequel slash alternate timeline of Madoka Magica. <laughs> well, it's not, but I do like that perspective. I'm going to start my fan <laughs> fiction now thank you for that You're that's gonna be very good uh but no uh this show is trying to solve her wish of course and you think that would be like the main big focus that's like the overarching goal because yeah. you know it's hard having you know these horrible horrible memories being right there in front of you constantly uh and possibly uh hurting even more because you realize hey this person should be moved on into heaven or to be reincarnated or whatever you believe yeah instead they're right here in front of you with some kind of unfinished business can everyone see her? Uh, no, actually. Mm-hmm. Only Jinta can. Okay. Which makes it uh, even more interesting. It uh, has a lot of points for conflict, as you might imagine. Yeah. Uh, because uh, there are five friends in this group, the Super mm-hmm. Peace Busters. Uh, six, technically, but of course, Menma is dead, so we're really only focused on the five living members of the Super Peace Busters. Of course. Uh, who have, of course, grown apart because, hey, there's nothing that breaks apart a group of friends more than one of your best friends dying tragically. I, I assume... Super peace busters. It's like freedom fighters where they're not fighting freedom. They're fighting for freedom. You're you're not busting peace. You're busting for peace. Yes, that is the idea, Rem. Thank okay, you cool. for that clarification. They're, they are not a terrorist organization <laughs> of eight-year-olds. <laughs> No matter how much That'd you'd like them to be. Anime. That would be fantastic. Uh, oh, actually. <laughs> oh, no. There is something like that, but Love it's not. Love numerous anime, baby. Yeah, it's it's not good. Oh, no. It, it's a concept that got kind of flushed down the toilet, but that's fine. It's fine. Uh, and uh, this show handles grief in a very interesting way because ultimately, of course, one of Menma's things is she doesn't understand why her friends aren't friends anymore. Mm, so sort of like passage of the... T- passage passage of time deal. A little bit. And, you know, several years later where uh, they have all changed in a variety of ways, but they are still clinging on to this dark, dark memory and some hide it better than others and others are uh, ruled by it to an extent. But A yeah. little bit like silent voice style growth, though hopefully with like more growth. It's much quicker. This whole story takes this uh, place over the span of like uh, two weeks or so. Okay, cool. Not too terribly long, maybe about a month. I don't know the exact time line it's very loose but it's not long it's long enough that it's still summer uh and they're in school but it it does seem to cool down just a little bit by the end of the series this sounds like something so far that i might enjoy i say tentatively uh i hope you enjoy it remington because i actually really enjoy this show and uh unlike most people in the anime community i'm actually a latecomer to this show as well oh i only first saw about two years ago uh which is late considering the show came out in 2011 Ah, which the is dark one of the, times. Okay, no, 2012 <laughs> is the dark times. Oh, right? I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, 2007, 2008, 2011, and 2018 are kind of the big uh, year for a lot of very popular anime. <laughs> okay, so 2011 is like the roaring 20s, yes. and 2012 is the Great Depression. Exactly. <laughs> you got it in one, my dad. And, right. and we felt the repercussions of it ever since. All right, uh, well, I'm tentatively optimistic. Is there anything else I need? need to know before going into it. 
Honestly, what this sh what makes this show great, Rem, is how the characters uh, are separated and they come together. And it's not your typical shonen bullshit where they all instantly believe that, hey, Menma is back and we need to do this thing for her. Uh, there's a lot of conflict and there's a lot of uh, friction between them. And quite frankly, uh, the main character and uh, what I would call his Lancer, uh, talking about the five-man band trope, of course. Uh, are at most odds. And they're both complete assholes at the beginning. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And they get better as the show goes on, but my God, are they insufferable pricks. All right, as long as they present themselves as assholes and not as like, no, these characters are fine, just a little bit flawed when actually they're raging assholes. They need to be, the show needs to know that they're assholes. Oh, believe me, the show knows that they're assholes. And by the end, of course, they're not going to be as much of assholes, but you'll still get that flavor underneath. Perfect. But grief does strange things to people, Rem. Uh, for those of you who have had to deal with death in their t lifetimes, uh, you will eventually. And how you handle that, how you deal with the mortality of being human, uh, is a very heavy step for a lot of people and very complicated. What this show does so effectively is it shows you a variety of different uh, grieving processes and coping methods that are primarily very unhealthy and show you how uh, you can change a bad event uh, into something that uh, strengthens you as a whole. Because no matter what, if you lose somebody in life, you're going to have a hard time. It's going to be rough and it, that pain's never going to go away. But after somebody dies, you have to move on in uh, regard. Otherwise, you might not make it yourself. And what this show does is just that. It shows how grief affects just average normal people and how they can hopefully cope with it and change for the better. Uh, how that uh, gets done, on the other hand, is very specific to the show. And no matter what Rem says in the second half of the show, <laughs> go fucking watch it. It's 11 episodes. You can get it done in a day. I did. And then you can uh, come back and listen to us because if you haven't seen the show, I highly recommend it. See, it seems like something I should like, but you seem real worried that I won't, Sean. That's because I'm worried every time I fucking talk to you, Rem. <laughs> if I talk to you about fucking chili, I get worried that you're going to say something controversial about it. Nah, chili is great. It's so good. It's so tasty. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Maybe that's the one thing that you won't be a dick about is chili. <laughs> that's your niche. Maybe we should just start a chili podcast. Chili is my that? culinary waifu. <laughs> Email us your culinary waifus and we'll be back in the second half. Your waifu is shit. <laughs> <laughs> has never meant much more. All right, Rem, I've rambled on about this for enough. Uh, let's go watch some Anohana. Fun fact, uh, Sean, hmm? uh, Anohana. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming the entirety of the hit 2011 anime Anohana. And actually, this is the first anime, Remington, that we've ever 100% completed, not counting movies. It's it's true, which is really wild and crazy to think about. I've seen a whole lot of anime, very few that I've finished, but this one is the one. Yep, and I did that for a variety of reasons, uh, the first and foremost being that 
if we didn't finish this one, I would have been murdered horribly, uh, more so than any other, uh, because yeah, it's complicated, uh, and I'm sure we'll get into it. And the other reason was because I really like this show, and so many other people do, and it doesn't seem to have as much value unless you finish it, uh, more so than several other series we've consumed. Uh, but what we really need to find out, Remington, is what are your thoughts on them, and how quickly do I need to just make a will, sign my death warrant? What do I need to do to prevent myself from uh, dying too quickly? I mean, you're probably fine. It's me who's really in danger at all times. I mean, that's true, but here's the thing, Rem. Most people are angry at me for some reason. Yeah, but only when you agree with me. And I don't think I want to agree with anything on you, except I have some problems with the show that I definitely think I'm going to end up agreeing with you on. And that scares me. That scares me so much. Yep, I I definitely I I have strong opinions about the show as to whether I like it or not. I'm going to hold that off uh, till a little bit later. Uh, But there are definitely some good things and some not so good things. I'm going to stand by my statement at the first half of this episode (laughs) and say you should go watch it because it's fantastic. Uh, And with Without further ado, Rem. Spoilers ahead. Yeah, major spoilers ahead. Like, oh my god, if you haven't seen the show yet and have any passing interest, do do not listen further until you finish it. Uh, what 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 do you think, Rem? Where do you want to begin? Well, we could start with characters, general story progression. We could start completely randomly, just take a dart to a board on the timeline and start there. I mean, Whatever that, method you think is the right one. I feel like no matter what, there's going to be pain met with this. So. <laughs> Probably. So let's start with the overall story then, because the characters are kind of the main focus of the story. But overall, uh, this is the first time we've completed a story, so I wanted to know what you thought of it. All right. Well, let's let's separate it into at least little chunks, beginning, middle, and end, shall yep. we? Uh, so starting out with the beginning, I think that it starts out very intriguingly. Uh, it's a good hook, nice and and interesting. I think that story-wise, the beginning is decently strong. Character-wise, the beginning is a little bit of a dumpster fire. Oh, no. The introduction to these characters, particularly our main two, oh, dear God, our main two characters start off fucking abysmal, especially Menma. Oh, no! Menma! No, 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 Rem, you can't go there. (laughs) That's not a place you can go. I knew you were going to say some harsh things, but the harsh (laughs) things you say about Menma are going to get us murdered. People are already sharpening pitchforks. They're knocking on our doorstep. I, I hear the, the gazpacho coming for us. We're going to need more than one secret closet to hide in here, man. It's not good. Do not go down this path. Well, don't worry, Sean. As I've been encouraging you for years, you can come out of the closet. It's going to be okay because I my opinions did grow and develop-ish as we'll, we'll continue on. But at the beginning, at very least, those two, oh my God, they are just terrible. I, I think story-wise, the beginning has, has a decent hook, uh, a decent progress to get you interested in what's going on and why. It sets out the major goals and themes pretty early on. Uh, the introduction to almost every single character is really bad, except, like, the ensemble characters, uh, the, the like, the dad, 
phenomenal. Great. Yeah, no. Super cute. If you had hated the dad, I would have killed you myself, actually. Uh, if anything, there should have been more dad. It was great. I even think uh, the uh, the one redhead's mom also, totally Honoré, nice mom. Yeah. Uh, I think redhead was one of the more tolerable of the characters. What was her name? Anaru. Anaru. Yeah, Anaru, one of the more tolerable characters in the beginning portion. Uh, the only character, the only main character that I immediately enjoyed at the beginning was Popo. Well, that's because everybody loves Popo. Popo nails it out of the park, whereas a lot of the other characters are blatantly unlikable early on with some nuance for Anaru. Uh, Popo, great. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Right right behind Menma for worst are two prissy bitches. Oh, oh Because no. their introduction is abysmal. Oh, God. Are you referring to Jinta and uh, Matsuyuki? Uh, maybe. Are they the prissy bitches? They're the two other guys. No, 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 no. Only, only the, one of the other guys and then the prissy bitch girl. Oh, uh, uh, Surumi? Uh, Glasses she, girl? Yeah, her. Uh, their introduction is equally bad because they just serve to be the most uptight. Everyone starts out horribly one-dimensional to an absurd degree, except Popo, who's great. Okay. Okay, yep, no, this is the path this is taking, and this is going to be a very, <laughs> very dark episode for us. I can already hear the angry emails and tweets. Uh, man, I joke a lot about how we're going to get murdered, but this is definitely, this might be the last episode, guys. I don't know what, if I can handle anything after this. Hey, who knows? Maybe my opinions got better. I'm, Only one way to find out. Uh, honestly, I think you scared them all away uh, too quickly. <laughs> All right. So you're not a fan of uh, the those two then, huh? Well, uh, no. why is that? They're they're just so one-dimensional. They only exist to be snooty assholes early on, and that's all they are. And they're over the top in their snooty assholery, which is just not interesting. It, early on, the beginning of the story, it has so many moments of just melodrama where it's just not how people behave. And it had some genuinely good human moments as well. Unfortunately, when it was starting out, those were too few and too far between. Okay, that's fair. But at the same time, Rem, these are all people who are dealing with some extreme trauma and their, uh, what you call one dimensionality is a product of that. I mean, you can say that to a certain extent, it's due to their trauma primarily about a thing that happened years and years and years ago, but they can still have trauma about it, of course. Uh, however, as it shows, as they develop further on, a lot of that is just who the fuck they are, and they don't really change much besides one particular scene where everyone is good no matter what you were doing beforehand. Uh, and, and some characters are more egregious than others later on, uh, and, and maybe some even get redeemed. But early on, oh Jesus, it's rough. Oh God. Okay. All right. I'm just tying the noose right now. How does it look? Is it? Does it it's it, very stylish. Yeah. It accentuates the colors nicely. I've always said you look good in rope. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the first words you ever said to me, Ram. It they, worked. They've always resonated deep within my heart. All right. So uh, that's why I said we should hang out. <laughs> Oh, what what delightful humor we have on our comedy podcast. Uh, and we're talking about a show that deals only in death. This That's is fine. great. We're <laughs> nailing it. <laughs> 
Okay, so beginning, not your cup of tea. Yeah, not really. Okay, uh, at what point would you say it started to get better for you then? Ah, see, now you're asking me to actually remember things, and that makes things far more difficult. Because we have Jinta, he's being harassed, he sees all of the other characters at one point or another, and he's real weird and awkward, but in a real uncanny valley type of way. And he eventually sees, like, Popo, and it's around the time where he meets Popo that I think things start to get better. Okay, so the introduction of Popo, that's actually a good point, because that is where Jinta actually starts to change as a character, because at first he is, you know, a reclusive dick, essentially, is the biggest thing, and he still is for most of the show, but as the show progresses, he does get better. Yeah, and I think that that's also the point where the goal becomes a lot more concrete, they start to make a plan, Menma's actually discussed about more openly, right, which I think was all good decisions and decisions that needed to be made at this point. Yep. So what's the problem then, Rem? Well, one of the problems that we see as we enter the the middle of the story, the middle of the story develops a, a lot of the subplots and little ideas there. It develops the all the other characters, and so they actually start becoming characters. Uh, one of the worst things that happened was with Prissy Boy, the, the prep boy, wh- whatever his name was. <laughs> There's only five main characters, Ram. It's all Japanese, Sean. I'm not used to the language. And my name is Gaelic. What's your point? Yeah, and that's white, and thus it's easier because I've heard it a million times. (laughs) It's the fundamental racism we all live in. Oh, for crying out loud, Ram. Uh, uh, So, Yukiatsu, you're not a fan of Yukiatsu? No, Yukiatsu is terrible. So he, he stands as, like, the main villain in the first third of the show. He is the biggest asshole and eventually, like, everyone bands together, all the super peace busters, right? And it's like, yeah, Unity, we're gonna, we're going to have a great time, we're gonna search for Menma, it'll be great. And and Popo, even at one point, I think it was Popo, thought that he saw Menma in the forest or something. Yep. Um, and then, as they make this little barbecue going on, right, uh, they're like, well, obviously, obviously, pretty rich boy, he ain't gonna show up. But he does! He does, and then he says, says that he even saw Menma, which is a a crazy interesting moment. And I was disappointed with the weird direction they went here. I appreciated that it was unique and weird, but I think they really fucked it. Oh God, Rem, really? So they all go searching. Eventually there's like weird, awkward fight. That happens a lot uh, because communication is terrible and melodrama. Well, and plus teenagers. Yeah. And so uh, eventually uh, as, as they're looking, they see, Menma out. Uh, Popo and Menma see Menma first. Uh, and so you're wondering how Menma can see Menma because it's real weird. Uh, and so everyone goes and sure enough, everyone is looking at another Menma. So they chase it uh, and Prissy Girl is the, the one to immediately Suruko? Yeah, Suruko immediately knows what's going on. And uh, it turns out that uh, Prissy Rich Boy Yukiatsu. Come Yukiatsu. on, it's not that hard. <laughs> I literally said it multiple times. One day I'll get the hang of it. Yukiatsu uh, just dressed as Menma, which is a fine choice. Uh, and and even, I, I think that could be an interesting way to go down. I don't think it's the most interesting, but it's fine. Uh, the problem is, after they like confront him and console him, you think that like maybe he will understand a little bit more. But no, he stays the exact same after this extremely dramatic moment that is at this point nearly halfway through the show. Uh, and so there was no... 
no growth or development or meaning behind any of that. And that'll be a recurring theme with him, unfortunately. Oh, no. He starts out as an asshole. I guess he's not an asshole at the end. but He's he, still an asshole, but he's not as much of an asshole, He doesn't asshole, really Ram. change in any way besides us supposed to feel like he has a good moment at the end. And the fact that he isn't exclusively an asshole, I guess, is growth. But it's really bad growth. We are going to get killed for this one, Rem. Uh, meanwhile, it, it's also around here to help redeem myself. Menma started to actually start to get some character because before she was like the stupidest five-year-old you ever met. And if you're going to play a character with a young mind, like she just popped into existence after dying when young. So it makes sense that she's a bit immature and naive. However, that is her only quality for the first few episodes. And they play it like she is so ignorant of everything. She is so socially inept. And the fact of the matter is not even five-year-olds are this naive and stupid. They have those qualities, but they are not exclusively that. But fortunately, it's around this time that she actually like develops more qualities and has some uh, humorous moments that were actually decently charming. She starts to develop into someone instead of the one-dimensional trope we have faced a million times. Except Menma's been the same throughout the whole series, Rem, with minor changes uh, as major plot points develop. I'm not saying that crazily, like, in-story her character changes, just in execution, because it seems like they figured out how to actually play her, because the first few episodes, her dialogue and everything about her was bad. And a lot of that still remains, but at least they added quite a bit of charm and funny lines, and you don't make her completely socially inept in every way. Meanwhile, Popo, still great. Meanwhile, Jintan, he starts to become a little bit better. Not good, but better in, in the second part, I would say in the middle bits. Uh, and then actually, uh, Redhead, bitch, she... Anaru. Anaru. She actually became my my second favorite character after Popo because she actually had nuance about her, unlike any other character at this point, uh, which I appreciated. I liked having a character with a little bit of nuance, with different desires, who uh, she's a, a really popular uh, type of girl, but also wildly insecure, and it was willing to show both of those elements without detracting too much from them. I think a lot of the problems that Anohana falls into is similar to Silent Voice when it comes to character work. Okay, here we go again. Very emotionally compelling, but often it fell flat with the character work. Not as flat or one-dimensional as Silent Voice. I think it did better, especially as things go on. It made growth actually happen and feel real, which I appreciated, but there definitely was lacking a bit of nuance that I would have appreciated. Oh, God. I feel like this is all leading up to something very painful in the end, and I just, I, I don't know if I can emotionally handle it at this point, Rem. I mean, we'll see. And so in, in the middle bit, they, they get together, they try and accomplish her wish, try and figure out what her wish even is, right? Because that's what it's all about, so that she can get to heaven. Meanwhile, some, some mini love triangles are starting to form, and it actually, I think, it handled the love triangles decently well, because it had a little bit of subtlety to them. Uh, definitely not a lot, by no means, but it had a little bit of subtlety, and it allowed it to explore itself in more natural ways, rather than the just obvious right off the bat bullshit tropes that we always see. So it did above average, which isn't amazing, but it's above average and commendable for that reason. Oh man, I feel like the the minor compliments hurt worse than the insults, Rem. Like, cause, oh my God, there's gonna be a kind of backlash that I don't think we have yet to see 
and over 70 episodes, Rem. I'm a man of very nuanced opinions. <laughs> uh, by nuanced, do you mean hostile? <laughs> I mean, they're not intentionally provocative or hostile. They are just circumstantially hostile. Okay, okay. So middle of the story, things start to get better. Overall, you're liking it more and more. That, that's good. Yeah. That's I, good. I was actually getting invested into the characters and their stories, what they're doing. They're, they started to have real motivations and motivations that weren't just one-dimensional. Once again, I think it could have been still done a little bit better, but it was done decently well nonetheless. Okay. Okay, okay, things are looking up, but how do you feel about the end of the story, Rem? So the end of the story, this is what most people give any sort of shit about. This is this is an anime where the story leads to the end. The end is the thing, right? It's it's sure about the journey, but mostly it's about the end. That's gonna be the moment people remember. It's gonna be the tearjerker. And you have all of these different subplots start to uh, really convene all attacking one another, right? And I, I decently liked that. I thought that at this stage, Popo, still amazing. St he was amazing all the way through. Popo, best character. Okay, easy. that's something we easily agree on. Thank you. Like, he is the only one who doesn't become a blatant hypocritical asshole. Uh, and, and then the show tries to present it a little bit like it's not. It knows the people are assholes, but then it tries to present them as assholes. But, and I don't believe the but. It's bullshit. But uh, okay. Popo, they present great. Popo, I love Popo. Uh, Anaru, uh, I think that she had a little bit of a dip compared to where she was at in the middle um, because I really liked her in the middle and I still liked her at the end but just a little bit less because I they made it so that her her crush on Jintan was her, her primary feature instead of just one of her features and I think that lessened things a little bit. Well, I mean, it's the thing that was most prevalent at the time because all these pent-up emotions for years had finally broken out and I don't know if you remember being a teenager, Rem, but once something like that gets out in the world, it's kind of hard to not think about anything else. Yep, except there are other things out in the world. There will be times where that's all you can think about, but there will be other times where you have other priorities as well. It can always be in the back of your mind, but that doesn't mean that everything shuts off. And it didn't do that entirely, but it definitely all took a back seat, which made her less of an interesting character because she more or less became much closer to a trope than she was previously. Still good, still gets a thumbs up, but less than the middle where she was at. Meanwhile, you got uh, Yukiatsu? Yukiatsu. Oh, I nailed it. I'm so proud of myself. He still sucks. He sucks all the way through. He has one interesting thing he does at any point, but his redemption comes way too late, especially because they have a lot of faux redemption bits with him as if, oh, this should change him, and then it doesn't. Oh, this can be a change for him, and then it doesn't. Blah, blah, blah. It's he, He's a very bad character. Oh, God. Uh, and I wanted to like him, because I, I love me, a good asshole character. You know that about me, Sean. Yeah, because you are one. I see a lot of myself in them. And, <laughs> and but the problem, it's just all that he was. And he had one single motivation the whole bit, which is that he wanted to, he just really, really wanted to fuck the 10-year-old dead girl. That's all he wanted to do. And that was his only trait. And he never, he never got over that 10-year-old romance ever in any way, not even a little bit, uh, which I can understand trauma. But once again, th that's some 
fairy tale bullshit where he's defined by his scar, and no, I'm just not having it. Uh, he, all the rest of the characters are traumatized as well, but they aren't that single dimension, and that's all that he is the whole way through. And they try to present it as sort of like, yeah, he's an asshole, but he really cares, and that's that contributes to why he is. No, he no, he's just not an asshole, and it's unreasonable and unjustifiable and very poorly done. Uh, he is the worst character overall. Easy worst character. Uh, meanwhile, uh, his sidekick who has a crush on him for some reason, who knows why? B because he, I guess he's just an attractive jock asshole character ish. Uh, she she improves in the final bit. Didn't give a shit about her till the third act. Okay. But she started to th she started What's to have. What's her name, Rem? Oh fuck, I don't know. What's her name, Rem? Uh, I've given you two old, options. Good old anime Daria is is her name. <laughs> You've aged us again, Rem. You've perfectly just nailed us in the niche. People could probably guess exactly how old we are now at this point. Uh, I, I don't remember her name. She... Suruko. Suruko. Su or Surumi. It's not that hard. All right. Suruko was easily the most forgettable for like the first two thirds of the entire show. And then she's, she has some moments, but she's just horribly uninteresting for most of it until the third act in which she actually gets character. And that's, that's pleasant to see. So she gets a thumbs up finally in the third act that she desperately needed. Uh, Jin Tan gets another thumbs up from the beginning to the middle to the end. Thumbs up all around. He's starting to be a more interesting character. Now, there are some definite flaws still, and I, I would not label him as one of my favorite characters in the show. Far from it. Uh, he might be in the middle or lower middle, I would say, out of all the characters. But he improves nonetheless, which is very nice to see. Menma also improves. Thumbs up. She actually becomes a character that I gave a shit about by the end, which is very important. Because if you don't give a shit about Menma by the end, you're not going to like the show at all. There's 0% chance. There's just no way. But by the end, I actually appreciated and enjoyed Menma. Uh, it's just at the beginning, quite a bit less so. But but Sean, out, out of all of this, before we get to, to the proper conclusion of things, there's one huge gripe that I have with the whole show that I have to imagine everybody has. Something tells me that's not going to be the case. Well, I, I pointed this out, I think episode two or three. Oh, this gripe. Okay. That I can, I can. Menma, Menma's a ghost, right? However, she is a ghost. Uh, essentially, she's an invisible person who can only be heard by Jintan. In every other way, she is a normal person. She can interact with every object completely normally. There's nothing limiting her. And so there are multiple pieces of extreme conflict about whether Menma is actually around, whether or not they actually believe Jintan. There's a lot of stress and a lot of tension about all this. There's at least like two, maybe even three different miniature story arcs that focus on this dilemma and at multiple times, it would have been so easy. Just have her pick something up. Just have her pick anything up. All right, Menma, if you are here, lift this apple for us. Oh, the apple is lifting all of a sudden. All right, if you're here, then throw it at the prissy rich boy who's being an asshole to you. Oh, and it threw. Amazing. It would be so easy to confirm and it doesn't come up. And then, then the show has the audacity when it's finally revealed, There, the, the other characters are discussing, well, why didn't she reveal herself sooner? Popo is the one bringing this up because Popo's got a good head on his shoulders. And it's like, yes, all right, let's hear what their justification is. Ah, well, you know, those two have always been a bit absent-minded. That 
That's a bullshit reason. That just means you couldn't think of a good reason, so you thought that your audience would be willing to skip over it, because otherwise, this show would be half the fucking length. And it's this, this worst mistake. It's the same thing as Sword Art Online Arc fucking 1, where it's, oh, I can't even remember why I was doing this anymore. No, if you create a plot, and then you don't have a justification for a large portion of that plot, it's not as bad as Sword Art Online, but it's in the same fucking ballpark. It was so egregious. It was so terrible. And I have to imagine, because it's so obviously bad and poorly done, that I am not the only one who thinks this. Most people don't care, Rem. But Most people don't care. Let me let me elaborate a bit. Because, Rem, there is a reason why uh, Jinta didn't ever ask Menma to do these things. Because for the first third and a half of the show, he still isn't entirely certain that she is as real as he wants her to be. And why doesn't she do those things herself? Or why not when he's being accosted by the prissy rich boy, all about how it's obviously false, or when he is feeling very sad because others don't believe him, and others are very conflicted about the whole thing, and you can tell it's a high-tension moment, and he's like, well, you said you believed me, didn't you? Oh, no, it's real sad, except why hasn't haven't they proved it? Why hasn't Menma done anything? Because it's not just up to him. He doesn't have to command her if I am invisible and I have to prove my existence. I'm going to do the simplest thing to prove my existence because it's clear she wants them to know about her. She wants them to know. And yeah, she has a young mind. That's not an excuse though because even if you're six, you know it. You look on any kid's show where anybody turns invisible and people will be like, what? Something's being picked up crazily. What? It's very rudimentary. I can understand you saying, all right, well, it, it's a good enough show that I'll skip over that. But that is a critical flaw because it is responsible for so much of the drama and the stories and so much character development. And if if you take that away, essentially you're saying, yes, if the characters acted in any way reasonably, then those moments wouldn't happen. But the thing is, Rem, most of those conflict moments, Menma wasn't around. But nonetheless, you could easily, some of them, they were, and even then- And eventually, that's when she d d did it herself. Yeah, two-thirds of the way throughout the entire show. It's far too late. It, it blows my mind if, if there's just nobody out there complaining about this, because it was such a large plot hole, and they handled it so poorly. And it didn't ruin the show for me, but good fucking God. Yeah, no, people don't give a shit about it, Rem. Like, yeah, it's not as good as it could have been, but by the end, people don't care. And honestly, I understand why it happened and it makes sense for the character as a whole. It doesn't really make sense for any characters as a whole unless you're saying they're the stupidest characters to ever walk the earth. And if that's your claim, sure, but that's not the impression that I got. It's also because Jinta wanted to keep her to himself as well. But you are completely removing any of her autonomy from it. It's not like she was Jinta's pet, unlike how she is presented through so much of it very strangely. It's not how that works, or at least not how it should work. Nonetheless, that's one of my biggest easily gripes about the whole thing. Just such a glaring plot hole that you, you could have still had drama and, and intense moments, but you just resolved that real poorly. Oh, God. Well, it was nice knowing you, Rem. I've lived a good, good life. Uh, I'm not going to tell people how long I lived, because at this point, they probably already figured it out. <laughs> uh, what with our topical Daria references. 
Yeah, you know, the, that that good old modern Daria, which is my favorite anime. <laughs> uh, uh. But let's finally get to the conclusion. There's uh, a few little sub-twists involved in this. Uh, everyone gets together. They have some sad moments. Uh, I, I don't think there's a need to go strictly into detail about exactly what happens in case you, for some reason, have listened this far without watching it. But uh, it gets real intense, uh, emotional. They... They believe they, they've solved her wish, but it doesn't seem like they have. All of them figure out that they were all solving her wish for personal reasons. Turns out it still worked out. Everything was Gucci, especially after they all uh, resolved to do it the right way. Uh, it, it was sort of rushed at the end, which is a common thing for endings. That one, it's about on par with many other good endings. Uh, but overall, it, it gets you in the heartstrings. There's a very good chance that you are going to end up crying at the end of it. Uh, without a doubt, tearjerker ending everyone gets together it, it's very heartwarming very silent voice ask if you if you like silent voice you will you will adore this uh, because it's totally in that same ballpark and i would argue a, a decent bit better than silent voice so even though i i definitely have some issues with it the ending which is probably the single most important thing about the entire show did succeed i think it went well okay good i didn't God. think it was perfect but i think it went overall well overall you get a thumbs up okay good oh fuck because if you had bash the ending of the only show we've ever finished. I don't know how we would have been able to continue. <laughs> Overall, I th I would put this uh, through at episode two or so, maybe even before that, I, I wrote uh, I wrote a comparison. Uh, oh, no. And I, I very strongly hold by that comparison in a lot of ways. Uh, and this one, it's not an anime comparison. It's actually like a Western show, a live action show for all of my non-weebs out there. Uh, 13 reasons why, especially season oh. two. Oh, oh. Oh, I no. think these are wildly similar. Uh, I think that when it comes to character work and when it comes to even emotional impact, when it comes to a lot of the little details and storytelling, these are wildly similar. I wrote that down very early on and I stand strongly by that. 100%. Uh, not necessarily in themes, however, in almost every other qualitative way. Okay. So this is a bit of a weird dynamic for you and me, Rem. Uh, because for once, I haven't seen something. <laughs> You've All told right. me about it well, several times, yeah, but I've never seen it. I, I, I think that it is decently well done, ambitious, uh, but critically flawed in a few important ways. And I, I hold similar opinions to Anahone. Anahana. There we go. Uh, I feel similar. Don't you want to try the full title? Uh, oh, oh, um, oh, you wait, you know what? I know this. I know this, Sean. Oh, yeah? Uh, as Lilo and Stitch taught me, Anohana means family. <laughs> 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 so there's there's the full title and just like it means family it's a it's a great it's a great family bring together series that really at times felt like uh more of a movie separated into a bunch of parts does that mean you're never gonna leave me behind remington uh, sure uh, we'll see uh depends what you make me watch uh, Overall, I think a few more good things I would like to mention about the show before we leave, because there are some opinions that I've yet to mention and just want to shove in here. Uh, just so that people can still sharpen their pitchforks to just the finest Yeah, of course. Point. First, uh, really like the OP. The OP. Okay, very OP. Nice. Thank God very you like the OP, because the OP is so, so good. I really liked it. It, it just immediately pleasant. I'm, I really liked it. It's it's fun. It's interesting, uh, both sound and visual.
casually. Uh, number two, I, I think the character development was pretty solid. I felt like every episode had meaning, and although I believe that there's a large plot hole that somewhat negates quite a bit of that, I think every episode felt like it mattered and felt like it took you further than you were before, which frankly is not something we get nearly enough of. The characters actually grow as well. Other than a couple exceptions, they do change themselves even in subtle ways, and I really appreciated that as well. Ultimately, my final thoughts about it are that it does some things tremendously well, but it also has some significant shortcomings. Where I would probably end up rating this is somewhere like 6.5 or 7 out of 10, where 5 is completely neutral. Uh, which is good. That is favorable. I like Anahana. I, I like it. I'm giving it a positive review. Uh, in fact, it's not even just like barely inching out in the positive. It is positive. Uh, that being said, many people will hate that the review is still so low. Uh, and that's fine. Let me put it to you this way, Rem. Uh, currently on Mal, which is user-based, so there is some sample bias yep. in it. Uh, but that's what you'll get with any voting system. Uh, it's currently sat at about 96th uh, top anime of all time. And yep. has a grand total rating of about 8.56. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so... I, it, it's a tearjerker that'll take you... See, I, I here's my controversial claim that I'll throw out there. This okay. is, this the is other not... stuff wasn't controversial, Rem? Oh, no, this one's way more controversial. Okay, but it's not an opinion. It's less of an opinion, more of a hypothetical. Uh, I would make the claim that this anime would be a lot better if Menma wasn't in it. <laughs> And with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you. That's gonna be, that's my final thought. Uh, I think it would be a, a much more interesting anime. Which once again, she ended up in the upper half of characters, but I think it'd be a more interesting story if she wasn't in it. So uh, there there's my thoughts. There's uh, that's that's my last hypothetical for you. Uh, just sift that around in your brain hole, and I think we're ready to end things up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, this is this is when this is when you ask me the question. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. You're just gonna find a way to dig yourself out of this, and I want to see the flack that gets uh, brought down upon you because of this. I can already imagine what you're gonna say. You're gonna say that if her influence in the show wasn't there at all, you would have had a more uh, meaningful moment in the end, uh, where they have this connection. You could see all of them, uh, the focus on them specifically. I can I can understand where you're coming from, Rem. But I'm not going to let you justify yourself this time. That's fine. I'll take it. Yeah, no, not this time. I think, I'll stand by my claim in of itself. Uh, I think you're wrong. <laughs> As yeah. will so many others. I, I will be amazed if anyone agrees with that opinion of mine. They, they might agree to some other things I said. They will not agree to that. Nobody will agree with you on that, especially considering, uh, I don't know if you know this, Rem, but on Mal, uh, there are sub-votings uh, for characters uh, specifically. Uh, and you can look at the bottom of the list and be like, oh, dear, these are the characters. Characters, and they're kind of usually sorted by how popular they yep. are. People will just put a mark next to them and they're like, I like this character. This is a good character. Uh, of all of the characters in Anohana, Menma has by far the most votes. Uh, not not at all surprising. I think anyone could predict that when Popo is the one that easily deserves that. Oh, he's second place. Oh, he better be. He should yeah. be first. Followed cause... by Jintan. Oh, God. Why? No! Popo should be far and above the best. Well, I agree with you is. on that, but that's because I, I love Popo so Popo's much. Great. I want to give him just a big hug. I love Popo. He was he was just a positive bundle of energy. Yeah, until he wasn't. Poor guy. Yeah. yeah. But uh massive spoiler.
spoilers aside, Rem, overall, I'm glad that you at least rated this positively. Uh, I'm scared as to what's going to happen to you in the near future. Uh, all angry tweets and emails should be directed at Mr. Remington Chase, care of animeoutofcontext at gmail.com. Uh, and any complaints you have with me, well, you can tell them to me. Just know that I will cry. <laughs> Much like Anohana does to me every time I hear that goddamn ending song. Uh, not every time, but goddamn it, every time that those first notes of the ending theme pop up, I get one of those little tears in my eye, and I'm just like, nope, stop it, I am a man. I'm a big, strong man, and I'm not gonna be beaten by this melodramatic teen drama uh, from the 80s, it feels like, sometimes. Yeah. I, I would say, if you think that you'd enjoy it, definitely worth a watch, definitely worth giving it a shot. I would recommend watching at least until episode four or so to get a decent idea because the first couple episodes little bit of a rough start in my opinion but once you can sense the development and the growth it starts to get much better and i will say the show is pretty awesome on a rewatch as well because you actually can see a lot more uh, things a lot more clearly remington wouldn't agree with that <laughs> but i do as someone who's seen it uh four or five times good now. god yeah no if i'm feeling like i need an emotional gut punch i just watch it no it was the exact length it needed to be at a whole 11 episodes i'm frankly it might have done better with an episode or two less, but I think that it the fact that it restrained itself sufficiently, I strongly support. Considering most anime get uh, usually about 12 or 13, yep. not bad. Uh, and with that, Remington, uh, it's, it's a bit of a weird one because we finished a series. Yeah. Never really had to impact that, but I suppose the question could still stand. Uh, would you ever want to go watch Anohana with me again? Maybe down the line, but right now I'm going to be satisfied that I finally finished something. And finished something you did. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the uh, spiral of madness that is this podcast and my eventual execution at the hands of the weebs, then please leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else, really. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether it is for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto anime out of context at gmail.com where we do read all of your emails we just can't always respond because there are quite a few now and i am one man <laughs> yeah we we try but we are bad we're real bad we're really bad but we read them and appreciate them a whole lot and they are taken into consideration i assure you yes and once again guys thank you so much for tuning in and as always just don't fuck your sister don't fuck your sister